Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings one another. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. Oh, I'm just chuckling because right when I started this right here, I look over on my Twitter feed and... uh, I don't know what this is, but the article title was that Mary was raped. The Immaculate Conception was sexual assault. Hmm. Let me click right here. I'll have to go see what kind of nonsense and foolishness that was later on, right? Tell you what, this stuff's getting crazy. And uh, a lot of it, just as a word of warning, because, you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm on a lot of these things right here. But a lot of them are very, very controlling. Um, Like Twitter banned for life someone. And this is someone who is a well-known politically, has worked in many, many, many administrations and governmental uh, positions uh, over his life. Um, I want to say maybe over a period of 40 to 50 years. And uh, and they banned him for life because they just didn't agree with what he was saying. And so, you know, this type of stuff is going to increase. He's actually found himself on a found another platform that he's using. And I might, I'm, I'm sort of messing around with that platform also. Uh, if it's as good as it looks like it is, uh, I'll let you know about it, okay? But in the meantime, we're going to keep pressing on, uh, knowing that the darkness will increase, right? So we're looking at this uh, phrase, one another, and we're sort of drawing to an end of it pretty soon, I suspect. But I want us to see uh, a passage out of Hebrews today. And this is Hebrews 3, and it's a good bit of Scripture, so let me start reading it. And because it's going to tell us what we need to do in light of this. So this is Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of a heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession. He was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses was in all his house. For he has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, by just so much as the builder of the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all his house as a servant, for a testimony of those things which we were to be spoken of, which were to be spoken of later. But Christ was faithful as a son over his house, whose house we are. If we hold fast our confidence and the boast of our hope firm until the end. That's a really, really important phrase. As a matter of fact, we're going to see it twice right here. And this is um, one of the portions of Scripture that gives us the understanding. A lot of times people will say, well, how do I know if I'm really saved? How do I know if I'm saved? You know, the primary way you know if you're truly saved is the fact that you hold fast your confidence firm until the end. The fact that you hold on to the end, and I'm not speaking of salvation that is attained by your strength and salvation that's maintained by your strength. No, no, no. We know that the Lord is the one who keeps us in Him. But we are called to to hold fast to this faith that we boast about, to hold firm to it until the end because the end is going to get more and more and more dark. And Paul spoke to that. Paul's desire was that he would be faithful until the end. That was his fear, that he would not be faithful until the end. Now, we're not talking about this idea that you can quote-unquote lose your salvation. We're going to see in just a moment there's going to be a phrase that quite often people believe that. No, what he's saying is this. If you're truly saved, then you will hold fast that confidence. If you do not hold fast to confidence, if you don't hold your hope to the end, then that is proof and evidence that what you had was not real to start with. 
So let's resume. Hebrews chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 7. Therefore, just as the Holy Spirit says, and then he's quoting from the Old Testament here, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as when they provoked me, as in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tried me by testing me and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with this generation and said, They always go astray in their heart, and they do not know my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter rest. So he, uh, uh, the Spirit is leading the writer to quote this Old Testament passage to use it as a picture of what was going on here. He said, don't behave like my children did when I took them through that time in the desert. Now, verse 12, take care, brethren, that there be not be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. See, the falling away comes about by an evil, unbelieving heart. And you say, well, can somebody be evil and unbelieving and act like and think that they're saved? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of people in the organizational church that are like that. They're very religious. They do great deeds. They do all this. They teach. They preach. They have understanding. But their heart's truly evil and is unbelieving. And you say, well, how can that be? Well, even the demons believe and they shudder. These folks don't believe unto salvation. So he says, take care of that, that there be anybody there. But, now verse 13, that all-powerful word again, right? But, but encourage one another day after day. There's the one another phrase. He says to take care, lest there be anybody that has an evil and unbelieving heart. But encourage one another day after day, as long as it's still called today. In other words, as long as we still got time, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. We have a role, we have a responsibility to encourage one another, to encourage one another to walk away from the sin, to turn, repent, confess to the Most High God, and to do what He calls us to do. We have that responsibility, and He encourages us to do it. Now, the last couple of verses. For we have become partakers of Christ. If we hold fast the beginning of our assurance firm until the end. So there's that thought again. He says you will really know if you're a partaker of Christ if you hold fast that faith until the end. The last verse, verse 15, Hebrews 3. While it is said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoked me. So he's saying, if you hear the voice of the Lord, don't harden your heart. Don't keep rejecting him. Don't keep turning away. If you have somebody that's uh, hanging out with you and you think that they have an evil, unbelieving heart, then he encourages as long as it has today that you encourage them not to harden themselves in the deceitfulness of sin. We have a role. We have a responsibility. We need to seize it. Okay. Again, I'm Dale. Hold fast the assurance of faith you have until the end. I'll see you later.